Vegas Nation is sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up. It's time for another Vegas Nation podcast. You're listening to the Raiders postgame edition. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Vegas Nation postgame edition podcast here. It's Heidi Fang joined with our Raiders beat writer, Vinny Bonsignor. Right now, we have to get into the really ugly. I would normally say good, bad, and ugly, Vinny, but there was just a lot of ugly in the Raiders' loss. 29-23, the final score. Uh, Cardinals going 1-1, one one. Raiders 0-2 now. And the Raiders' home opener here at Allegiant, not what fans had hoped. But before we get into all of it, I want to remind everybody to hit subscribe wherever you're listening and also we are brought to you by station casinos stn sports download the mobile app today and we're also presented to you by blue wire podcast and liquid death all right let's get into this now Vinny. uh here's the thing what made it so ugly was that it wasn't all ugly there was actually some really good stuff that they did in the first half, which led everybody to believe that this was going to be an easy win then it became okay this is a a win that they're gonna, uh, you know, uh, be, you know, accept because that's what you do. You accept the wins, uh, but you're not going to be happy with it. Then it went, so it went from a resounding kind of a win, which it looked like it was going to be first, to a a, a win you kind of accept but know that you can learn from, to a gut wrenching loss that didn't make any sense whatsoever and um, was just as painful a loss as I can remember in terms of being in a locker room and hearing how eerily quiet it was. All in the span of 60 minutes and then some. Uh, so that I think that's what made it even more painful for them is that there were actually what – it overshadowed some real good that they did. And that's frustrating uh, and something that is going to take a few little while for them to um, uh, deal with and overcome and move on from. Yeah. Um, the part that I think made it hard, like – you were saying, I was saying that it was not a lot of good to talk about, but then when you look at the beginning of the game, the first drive, the scoring drive, touchdown to Devontae, he does the whole basketball who windmill like he's going to dunk, you know, um, Ten celebration. Drive. Yeah. The time of possession, the running the ball around running like the we football. were talking about. Yeah, they were. And, and then you see the halftime come and then it's like they're 20, up 20 nothing, Heidi. 20 nothing. And then what? That's what makes it really hard. So I mean, it was you, about face is what happened, mm-hmm. right? It was like a ta- I mean, like the cliche, but Taylor two halves, right? Yeah. And so when we talked to Josh McDaniels in the post game, he said that sometimes you have to learn how to handle success as much as you have to handle the losing and how to recover from it. If you're looking at holding on to this lead, obviously it comes down to time of possession. What do you think was happening there was it just that he was overthinking the process was it adjustments they couldn't they they just didn't execute and and i I talked to foster and he's like i don't have any like basically i don't i don't know like i don't i don't i like he's i I do my job and i i can't even answer like it's not even my place because i know that's a bs answer but that's kind of the truth of the matter like nobody had answers for the why it was just it just had all of a sudden. It just turned on a dime, um, and and as Josh McDaniel said, gotta start winning while you're learning. <laughs> you can't. It, it can't be all these learning lessons. You have to start being able to figure out ways to win, even while you're learning. And that's what made this for them so frustrating. Is that had they been able to hold on? I mean, Heidi, we're talking about a team 
that was up 23-7 with just over eight minutes left. In that time, the Cardinals scored two touchdowns, converted two two two-point conversions, and converted four fourth downs. One was on a holding penalty by the Raiders that gave him a fresh set of downs and led to uh, a touchdown. And the turnovers, of course, that happened also that... At the end, yeah. right. You know, the, uh, the you, you never expect Hunter Renfro to cough it up. And then he fumbles twice in the span of what? A couple of plays? Yeah, it would. It wasn't back-to-back, but it was within right that there. same. Yeah, so it was hard to really, I think, muster what could be done differently if you had to maybe run the football more, I, you know, I'm a big proponent of running I, the football. And they, they did run the football well, but then they, <laughs> but then they couldn't run the football as well as they did. And then they tried to throw it. Like in that second half, it was just, um, I don't know if it was a lack of urgency, if they got um, caught up in the, in, in their lead and they felt like um, they had this thing uh, under wraps, which they kind of did. It felt like they did because the Cardinals weren't doing anything. They weren't doing squat in the first half. Yeah. Um, but it just flipped on them. The, the, and you have to, I, I think it was, I forget who I was talking to, but, you know, about how football is about momentum. And they felt the momentum starting to switch to the other side. And that happens in sports. We see it all the time in basketball. Teams go on runs. And so you almost have to expect that that's going to happen throughout the course of a game. Like there's going to be a switch in momentum. The great teams, the good teams figure out a way to steal that momentum back or survive when the momentum goes to the other side. And the Raiders just couldn't do it. And part of that, I, you have to tip your cap. Um, there's no way that you can condone what the what happened with the Raiders at all. But when they opened that little tiny little door, Guess who came barging in? A guy by the name of Kyler Murray, who I've been I, we, we talked before we started, reminded me of some of the games I saw Russell Wilson beat teams. Uh, you know the way he was able to beat teams where it might not be happening for the first three quarters, and all of a sudden a light switch goes on, and he becomes the best player on the field. And Kyler Murray in the fourth quarter became the best player on the field period he was making some miraculous plays there was not much the defense could do yeah what was that a fourth down where max was pursuing him relentlessly and then he kind of scrambled one way and then he scrambled another way then he went back the original way that he was going and went right into the end zone and i think it was jonathan abram at that point that was left back in coverage where kyler came in at but that's if i'm remembering correctly now um it's all very fresh here. It's easy to say, make a play, but... Yeah. Okay. Where is he supposed to dive in at that point, especially the way that Kyler was running, cutting in the angles? It, it's hard to really break down, um, I think, where it went wrong, only because I was thinking of it this way. When uh, Matt Collins kind of had the hot hand, they stopped going to Mac. That when Devontae scored that touchdown, he had a total of six receptions in the game. And... You know, here I understood and watched it happen for decades that Josh McDaniels is a very offensive minded coach that comes up with the right plays in the right situations. And that's historically done really well in the play calling. So where I'm at right now is like I'm a little baffled with some of the play calling. Do you think um, that's what I'm wondering? Like I kind of alluded to this before, but do you think that in some respects he's overthinking the situation or was it just they got outplayed? I don't think it's the coach. I think that in this case, the players stopped executing the way they were in the first half. And that's where, that's what the biggest bother for me is, is that you can't play one way in one half. Yeah. I know that everything's not going to be perfect. We all understand that. 
Yeah. But, but there's there's no way you should have that big of a drop off. And it wasn't the play calling. It was it, they just weren't doing what they were doing. And Josh McDaniels did allude to it, like you know they 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 got themselves into too many third and longs, and you're not going to survive in that world very long uh, in the NFL because teams are just too good. Defenses are just too good. There's too many things that they could do to make life difficult for you when when you put yourself in that position. In the first half. I don't even think they were – because they were so good on first and second down, they weren't really getting into many third downs. And even when they were, they were able to convert those third downs in the first half. But that all went away in the second half, which is why, Heidi, I got to say, I can't put it on the coach. He's not out there playing. He's calling the same plays he was calling in the first half that were working that, frankly, they just didn't block as well. They didn't throw it as well. They didn't run it as well. They didn't catch it as well. Um they just they 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 fell apart in a second. Definitely. Vegas, get in on the sports betting action and get on the SDN Sports app with 14 convenient sign-up locations across town at Station Casinos, Wildfire, and El Cortez. You're only a few minutes away from getting started, no matter where you are in town. With a huge menu of betting options and points back on your bets, STN Sports is the strongest betting app out there. So sign up today for STN Sports and earn up to $500 on your first deposit. The next time you're in a company meeting and see one of your co-workers cracking open a refreshing can that appears to be a tall boy and it's in your 9 a.m. meeting, you're thinking, is that a beer? It's most likely not. It's a new mountain spring water brand called Liquid Death. Well, not only is it going to quench your thirst, but it's also going to bring a death to plastic bottles. The donations of 10% of the profits from every can sold will help kill plastic pollution. Their aluminum cans are infinitely recyclable and actually profitable for recycling facilities. Go get Liquid Death at your local Woodman 7-Eleven, Roundies, or Hy-Vee, or find a Liquid Death retailer near you with their store locator. Some people are saying this is one of the historic collapses of the Raiders, that they haven't seen one as bad as this before. That's the lar- largest blown lead in their franchise history. Yeah, that's hard. a lot, right? It's very hard to stomach, I think, for a lot of Raider Nation. Absolutely. And when you look over just... Um, the acquisitions, right? I talked about Devontae Adams only getting the six receptions. And of course, last week we talked about, did he overshoot for Devontae? Was he looking for him too much of the time? Was he focused on, and all that narrative went out. And then we talked about how that might've contributed to Carr's interceptions and because he's trying to force it to Devontae. So this time he started spreading it around a little bit more and we see a little less of Devontae. Um, but for just let's stick with Devonte for a minute. If you were to be the play caller, would you try to feed it to Devonte? Not when they were doing what they were doing, uh, and I'm talking about the Cardinals. They 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 were they paid full attention. That's why guys like Matt Collins were a little bit more open, and Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller. I mean, not to say that those guys can't get free, but it helps when somebody else is getting all the um, extra attention. Mm-hmm. And so they they basically took Devonte out of the game, and the Raiders went elsewhere with the ball and it was working again. It was working. That's when it was working. Then I know I, I don't know exactly what happened. Um, I don't think Derek Carr played ex- particularly well in the second half. I don't think the offensive line played uh, as well as they did in the first half in the second half. So it was kind of a combination of things. And then if you look at the amount of plays that because of that, the yeah. amount of plays that the defense was on the field, it went from the Cardinals had 19 plays in the first half, Heidi, 19 offensive plays to 50, Plus. And the time of possession, didn't that go to like a seven-minute 
It time was, of possession everything in, was reversed. in the uh, fourth quarter. Yeah. Just the fourth, yeah. Everything yeah. was reversed. And so I'll, I'll – I'm siding with with Josh McDaniels. Uh, you 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 said it. You have to learn how to play with a lead. How to you have to learn how to deal with prosperity, not just oh gosh, we got to learn how to learn how to uh, how to um, deal with adversity mm-hmm. and all the and the momentum switch. We talk about that, and certainly they do. But uh, you also have to learn how to maintain control, keep your foot on the throttle. Uh, I'm going to use all kinds of cliches here. Keep the foot <laughs> on the neck. All those things yeah. that you have to do when you're in the lead. Um, again, the other team gets paid too. They're going to make their run. You expect it uh, if they have any pride, which the Cardinals obviously did. But you have to be able to le- to know when you're in the lead how to play with the lead and to um, uh, keep that lead safe. And that's everything about that eluded the Raiders today. So lastly, I wanted to get onto the defensive side of the football. Um, when I was talking about acquisitions, some place I wanted to talk about was Chandler Jones and the absence of his presence on the field. What do you think is going on with Chandler Jones? Um, he just hasn't been able to, uh, to, to get on cork yet. I, I expect that he's going to have some big games, but as of right now, that hasn't happened. I also, I got to look at the snap counts, but it didn't seem like they went too deep into their depth chart. I know, I know, um, uh, Klee came into the game and then had to move inside because of an injury to um, Bilal Nichols. Bilal Nichols goes down. I don't remember seeing too much of Deshaun Bauer. I don't remember seeing too much of Malcolm Kuntz. Their backup linebackers didn't. They they went a lot of heavy two linebacker sets. Uh, Denzel Perryman wasn't in there. I don't remember seeing Luke Masterson uh, in there as a reserve. Um, Amik came in at cornerback. I didn't see um, Sam Webb. I don't like other than special teams and things like that, and maybe right. some plays here and there. I got to go back and look look at the tape. Sometimes in real time, it's it's hard to keep track. But Definitely. I felt like defensively, <laughs> not only were the Cardinals. Um, you know, uh, got the hot hand in the second half and forcing the Raiders' defense to stay on the field a lot. In and of itself, that's a problem. But when you're not playing a whole bunch of guys, too, when you're not keeping your own guys, like it seemed like, you know, all those guys played a lot of downs, especially that defensive line. And I'm not so sure that that's the way to go. Uh, we saw last year, uh, I felt like Gus Bradley did a pretty good job of keeping guys fresh. He had a, he had almost like a hockey rotation, mm-hmm. line rotation going on with the defensive line. I, I'm not seeing that. I'm seeing Max out there all the time. Yeah. Max is out there. It feels like 95, at least 8% of the snaps. He's wearing, he's doing as many snaps as his number is. <laughs> I don't, uh, I'm not quite sure that that's the right way to go. I mean, you need to have him for the whole season. And I think... Here's what's weird to me. Tashawn Bauer, uh, Bauer, I know it was a preseason, but he had four or five sacks. He was a hot hand coming in. Like, he was in a rhythm, and they haven't played him basically at all. Like, I would have felt like that could have carried over. He was he was inactive last week, and then he was, he was dressed this week. But I don't remember seeing him uh, too much on the field. I'm sure I missed a, a couple of the snaps that he took, and I'd have to look back. But it didn't seem like he was out there uh, all that often. And maybe it's time to – because if you're going to put yourself in a situation like this where um, you can't get off the field, you can't get off the field on fourth down, you can't you know stop him on third down, it's another set of downs, uh, and guys are just going to get worn out. That, that was a dog-tired defense at the end of this game. It, I would say over the last five minutes of the fourth quarter – it was a dead tired team. That's why getting into overtime it was almost like even though, and they almost pulled it out. Still, if a punter hangs on to the football, yeah, 
It's it's probably an easy field goal or, for e- Daniel Carlson. There might have even been another controversial point in that game where it looks like a Deshaun Jackson touchdown. Remember when John Deshaun Jackson was a Philly and I think he ran it back for like ninety some odd right. yards, right? And then he threw chucked out the football right after crossing it was very the plane. Close. And they redid that on this touchdown, which almost I mean got everybody back on the field because that people were con- like you know on the congratulating each hey, other yeah yeah saying goodbye to each other on the field at that point and then i'm like wait a minute this right. still the he um the man that scored the 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 touchdown there looked like he had dropped it out byron a, a murphy. Second. yeah byron murphy yeah. so uh yeah and then they reviewed it and it was upheld but it, 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 was, it was tough at that time yeah um, we, we talked to josh mcdaniels about that and he's like i'm not yeah, blaming anybody, you know. I, I I got no complaints. Um, even though I think if he sees it, it, it would be a little bit close. But at that, I mean, it, it, it. The point of the matter is, you know, even if 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 it would have gotten overturned and the Raiders would have gotten another chance, that would have been great for them. But the fact of the matter is, to put themselves in that position was the biggest sin of all, and um, they got to regroup, Heidi. They do. Well, we'll look forward to seeing what can happen when they head into Tennessee for their next game in week three. And we'll all be out there to cover it for you in Nashville with Vinny Bonsignor and the rest of our Vegas Nation team. We'll be back with another podcast after that game. So make sure to keep it tuned and hit subscribe uh, on VegasNation.com under our podcast tab. And again, uh, thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Vegas. Get in on the sports betting action and get on the SDN Sports app. With 14 convenient sign-up locations across town at Station Casinos, Wildfire, and El Cortez, you're only a few minutes away from getting started no matter where you are in town. With a huge menu of betting options and points back on your bets, STN Sports is the strongest betting app out there. So sign up today for STN Sports and earn up to $500 on your first deposit.